Good evening, everyone. How's it going? Welcome in to episode 36. That's three dozen of the Fused Relativity podcast. Look at that with the math. I didn't think you had it in you. <laughs> it was a lucky guess. It was just a <laughs> he said He's been saying that. Welcome to three dozen. Blah, blah, blah. He's been saying that since episode three. So he finally got it right, everybody. Let's, yay. <laughs> well, uh, Glad to be here once again on Friday night. Uh, John, how are you doing this evening? Emotionally spent. Um, I, I was not expecting to quite literally double the amount of TikTok followers we have in a week just by posting funny space engineers things. Yeah, it's it's been kind of a whirlwind, right? Like we put up some of our uh, space engineers stuff on TikTok, and boom, explosion. So we're the new top hot influencers. No, <laughs> we're setting the trends. We're the no, yeah. That's it's like uh, the Kardashians, then Fuse Relativity, then New Coke. If, if by <laughs> setting trends, I mean, right now, the most popular, the clip we have is of me failing to fly a spaceship and blowing up. So. Sounds like good entertainment. <laughs> well, it, it about sums up the energy level of the streams we do when we do Space Engineers, because it's, uh, I, I don't know how many ships we've lost since we've started streaming, but it's, it's not insignificant. Six. I'm going to say six. I think it's more than little, that. It seems a little slapsticky. It seems a little, uh, let's, let's watch the two stooges, uh, muck up their space shuttle. Is hey, it, it's, I mean, it's three stooges. Cause you're in there too, Kirk. Okay. That was um, good. All right. That's a good point. But I, I, I have no idea what's going on. So I just, uh, <laughs> sort of mystery science theater it, but I do, I do my, I do my best to try to distract you guys and you seem somewhat, Amused sometimes, annoyed other times, and you ignore me the other time. It's a nice mix. Eh, we do what we can, Kirk. Well, those are the options. So. <laughs> well, uh, so what's the what's the key to your name this week? What do we got? Uh, well, I just well yeah, road trip punch drunk. I just got back into town, literally, uh, but like an hour and a half ago, maybe give or take. I, I went to. Uh, I've never been to Santa Fe. Have you guys been to Santa Fe, New Mexico? No. No. Well, it's only six hours away. Uh, a lot of art stuff, a lot of paintings, a lot of, a lot of good, good Mexican food, a lot of green chili, just like up here, but they're hatched. They're a little bit different. But uh, yeah, a uh, fun time. Actually, weird story. There's a church that is, has like a famous staircase that it's like, and like, when you look at it, it doesn't make any sense. I wish I could remember the, the church. I'm sure we could look up if we really wanted to. But the staircase that just it, it had no support system, but it still made it up to the top floor. And supposedly my great grandfather built it. Nice. So that was kind of weird. Yeah. So it was like, um, hey, because my grandpa, he had a, a picture of that staircase in his house. And then he goes, yeah, he goes, yeah, I, I did that. I, I, I was I built a staircase and. Uh, I didn't take the nuns wanted to give him money and he turned it down, but it's like, there's, they don't know who did it, but supposedly it was my great grandfather. Nice. That's a cool story. Yeah. You don't hear that. It's something different, you know, Yeah, the, we have one in our family that I don't know is if, you know, one of those family legends or not. 
The guy who took a shower. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It was about uh, mechanisms that make submarines go up and down. Hmm. Yep, and we'll never know, probably. Yeah. Isn't it weird? Like, yeah, there was no, there was no Facebook. There's no Twitter. There's no, there's, you know, you're, the guy wasn't, you know, selfieing himself making the thing. So we don't know. There was a time before you recorded every moment of your life. Yeah. It was a simpler time. I'm guessing a little better just because, I don't know, it seems like everyone's slightly braggart. You know what I mean? Like you got, you really got to share everything. Can't keep some stuff to yourself. And it seemed like there was a little more of that back then, sort of the, the stoic type, the strong, silent thing, you know? Something to mm-hmm. that. But then again, nobody would get to see our episodes of or our clips of space engineers and <laughs> waste the time on TikTok to watch it. So, so that's a good thing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, guys, we're uh, thirty-six episodes in, three dozen. That's pretty, uh, pretty impressive. We made it a long way. It was like three quarters of a year that we're at right now. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They haven't kicked us off yet. <laughs> we know, we know we, uh, when, when you try to put something on the internet and the internet says, no, you know, you've, that's, you know, when the internet goes, no, we're full. We're good. We don't need any more. Like, you're the internet though. <laughs> well, this week I have a, uh, a few things that we can talk about. And, A lot of it's space-related, which is, you know, that's kind of our thing. But the first one I wanted to bring up was about the billionaires in space. Now, we've talked about them plenty of times. There's three of them, but do you really count the virgin guy, Branson? Because he seems like he just went up once just for shits and giggles. Like, is he still in it? Well, there's there's him. Yes, he's still there. Bezos, Musk, but I'm and you can add the billionaire that went up on the Inspiration Four mission. Okay, so four. We're up to four. Yeah, and most of what I think rubbed me the wrong way this week was just seeing how. Well, there's two instances. One, the Inspiration Four guy. I did a little digging on it, and it just seems like all of the positive energy that they tried to throw out on that mission, essentially the uh, raising money for St. Jude and doing all the extra stuff, that was just so that he didn't look like a billionaire going to space. Of course. It was a PR move. So was this the one that the Netflix did the documentary about? Yeah. Okay, that guy. Well, I think that's it. But everybody has a PR thing. Everybody has like, we got got to... We got to position you. Everybody thinks of like a politician where they, they got to look, put their best face so they don't offend anybody so they can make the most money. And But it's just phony bullshit. Well, and the story that I saw that really kind of, I don't know, pissed me off a little bit was Sam Adams is actually making a beer uh, with hops that that guy flew into space and then immediately came down and tried to find someone to buy his hops from him. Somebody's going to make space beer. 
That that's that was the idea. Yeah, Sam Adams, and I I'll give them this. The name was clever. They came up with spacecraft. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a cool name for a beer, but I don't know. It just it rubbed me the wrong way reading about that, and then. Bezos, there was a story that Tom Hanks was actually offered oh, yeah. the, the seat on the Blue Origin ship. Mm-hmm. And it's a $28 million ticket that Bezos was offering. And Tom Hanks said, nah, I'm good. So then he found William Shatner. Which means it was uh, the same fine. price. Hmm. So it just, you know what, I mean... <laughs> We're talking about people who have billions of dollars, and now there's nothing wrong with the billions of dollars thing, but if you're going to do something, <laughs> just, I would say don't try and sugarcoat it. Just say, hey, me and my rich buddies are going to go fly into space. God, no. They would never do that. And we want they would, your money they to would, do it. They would. They would never say that because they... It seems like billionaires like to be behind a cloak, at least back in the day. Like they would, you know what I mean? They would kind of, they wouldn't talk to the press and they would just go about and do their business. And now it's like they're thrust into the spotlight and they don't know how to handle it. I think even them deep down, they kind of, they look around, they go, I have billions. And I keep hearing reports that everybody is, a lot of people are struggling. I think they feel kind of shitty deep down. I think there's a little guilt. (laughs) I'd hope if they're human beings and have feelings. Zuckerberg's a robot or a lizard. One of the two. He is. He, yeah, bro, <laughs> he doesn't count. He has. It doesn't. He doesn't have human in, inner workings. So, <laughs> and he's he might be the only person more pale than John. Well, this is so. true. Yeah, but I, I shared a a, uh, a TikTok I had found with Chris, and it was you know just a, a simple thing of you know the reason all the billionaires are trying to go to space is because guillotines don't work in gra- or need gravity to work kind of so i mean <laughs> i i used to have a joke where it's like um like you billion you got to start sharing or cuz it's like i don't like eventually we're going to find a, a castle and storm it you know what i mean eventually if people are pissed off enough i mean you could have a, but there's a moat, there's a fence, you have security, you have guards. I don't know, there's a million people coming at you just with torches and no food. It's historically not worked out well for the people that try and uh, do this. Especially during times of, you know, extreme poverty. Like the French. Exactly. There's there's a tipping point. You know what I mean? It's like, you know what? I'm so hungry. My anger is taken over. I'm going to let's get some numbers and let's go. And uh, I don't know. It seems like not. Or I'm trying to rally the troops or anything, but I mean, it, if it happened, I would not be surprised. It would be kind of like, ah, eh, they had it coming. And the other point that I was going to make is, and this is kind of a even pushing against your uh, guy crush of Elon Musk, John. I no no no, that... no 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 no. <sighs> let's let's get this cra- straight. Um, I think what he has done is great. I still think he's a piece of. You know, he's no better than any of the other billionaires. My problem was is that he was the one who kind of pushed this mission along and allowed the guy to do what he was going to do. Yeah, because it's it's all for money. There, there's no other reason. It's it's all to get more money. 
it, it, it is an addiction. It's a sickness. That's all they care about. Just more, 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 more. It's like right. if if this if this was heroin, they would be dead by now. My if they were addicted to heroin, they'd be done. But it's it's money, so somehow they are still alive. My original point remains: you could tax them at ninety nine percent, and they would still be insanely filthy rich and still never have to worry about anything ever. Well, and can you clarify? Because I think a lot of people like. Like Chris, are like when you say that you're going to tax them that much, they think it's it's taxes are still just apply to the what you make this year, right? But, I mean, so it's not like people go, oh, the, you if you tax ninety nine billion, he's going to only have two. But it's like no, it's he gets to keep what he has just from now on. You got to kick in. Well, and even right? if yes, and <laughs> so we're steering away from what I was. Oh no no no! Uh, We're railing against wanna, billionaires now. I know. I don't <laughs> want to get into the financial part as much. Uh, well, my point. Yes, I, okay, okay, okay. Real, the Tom Hanks. The reason Tom Hanks turned it down is because he only wanted him to do it if he dressed as his bosom buddy's character, <laughs> and that's what it wasn't about the money. It was just he didn't want it to go back to bosom buddies. Well, and he did Apollo thirteen, so I'm pretty sure there was some like. Yes, yeah. Hanks is like, I've already been to space, sort of. I don't need, whatever. <laughs> I, I, I I lived through that terrible mission, so... I dated a mermaid, everybody. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, <laughs> I do a bachelor party. Okay, Tom Hanks is funny. All right. <laughs> so, but you see what I'm saying, John. I'm, I'm trying to... I'm saying let's not talk about the financial taxes and the... No, you know, no, I agree, I'm, but you also have to see that if they wanted to do good, 99% of their money would still leave them as billionaires. That's how ridiculous it is right now. Well, my, but my, okay, other, well, what was your point? What, what did you want to talk about? Which way did you see it going? Oh, I, I was more talking about the implications of like, is there any way you can spin a mission to make it seem like, it's not just a wild PR stunt. Yeah, if Musk were to put his own money into completely setting up, uh, like Mars or the lunar or any sort of extraplanetary habitat. If they do something scientifically impressive and important, talk about that, and then we can talk about the science. Do, do make it just like, yeah, we we're in space, See, and now we're not. Like if they're if they're accomplishing something, is that would be a better spin? I think that to get away from it. Well, and this is why I think we're on that that slippery slope of what could potentially send us, you know, into. Apocalypse. I I can't think of the, the right word to say it. Because a lot of estimates have put some of the asteroids that they want to collect and put into Earth's orbit in the, the like multi-trillion dollars amount of resources in them. And the first person that wrangles one of those is going to be obscenely rich and potentially tank the entire world's economy. There was that one, they, they had a story about it last year where there was one asteroid that they figured was completely essentially made of iron and it would be worth like four quadrillion dollars or something stupid. Well, and it's even, so the thing with that is it's even more 
and I don't know exactly how well this would work because obviously I, I am not an astrophysicist. I don't don't study moon or space rocks, but we have a problem with current stainless steel, and that problem is well, no, the the problem is um, to use metal in certain scientific areas. You need it to not be radioactive. And since humanity decided to drop a shit ton of atomic bombs all over the place, everything that was above the surface of the water is slightly radioactive nowadays. Hmm. And a lot of the scientific equipment that has to be made has to be made from salvaged metal from sunken ships that were sunk before the bombs started being tested. So you're saying minerals from space asteroids could get us around that because they won't well well if they're in space don't they have some sort of radiation on them or am i i'm where so from my understanding the cores, it, the cores probably would be fine the outside layer would have but the cores would probably be protected i would imagine and it's center, it's okay. potentially not um particulate radiation uh the the most and seeing this is this is stuff i don't know because i i don't don't have the knowledge to that but i would assume it it is bombarded with mostly em and radiation which is not particulate which not the poisonous ones of yeah the particular that, bombs. yeah because the em radiation is it's there and gone it's you know the the radiation that the sun emits in forms of light and all of that you only get sunburn when you walk outside. Um, <laughs> no, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Someone, did, someone, did someone tell you? Huh. <laughs> I said that. I immediately was like, shit, I should have said long. But you only get sunburn if you're outside for a long period of time. Same with, you know, on the flip side, if you were to pick up a nuclear or, you know, open one of like the... I can't remember the name. I know it has demon in it somewhere. But the 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 nuclear test stuff, you will die almost immediately and it's not from the EM stuff, it's from the particulates that it emits. The gamma and uh I I'm going to embarrass myself because you know, at, at one point I've had classes on this in multiple different areas. But it's all knowledge that has has long since left me for more practical stuff like Space engineers. Yeah. Right. So okay. So base there's there's goo inside that we could use to make stuff. Uh, so is there any is there any thought of if we start doing that, then we wouldn't deplete the minerals? Our minerals. Well, the planet won't die. Is that a thought, or is it just it's, look what we can do? Well, it's it's the whole concept of things like. Everyone agrees that the Earth is kind of, you know, it has limited resources. We're currently in a silicon shortage. You know, there's resources that we don't have in abundance that could potentially be found on other planets. Uh, for all we know, there could be massive oil fields on Mars because there was once water and there was once, you know, greenery before things went south it's there is a lot of potential all over space that could potentially you know benefit humanity here 
And there's also well, stuff we could be doing here, like, you know, stopping and, the ozone and, from cooking well, us. At, at a certain point, and I just, I really don't know. I mean, at a certain point, it, would it be easier just to turn all of the cars into electrics? Or would it be easier to blast off to Mars to to pull out oil there because we ran out here? You know what well, I mean? Like, it seems... No, it was. It seems like there's an easier solution. No, no, I agree. And that the oil thing was just kind of a an example that uh, popped into my head for some reason. I think because I'm looking at the article that Chris wants to talk about later about the organic molecules. Um, it's like most countries are moving towards electric vehicles. But electric vehicles are only a small fraction of like if you look at the, the the amount of stuff that is caused for like climate change and all that other stuff, it's corporations like Amazon, I'm assuming, is a massive contributor right now. And it's, you know, second richest person on the planet owner or ex owner because he doesn't work there anymore. Could have potentially done something to, you know, aid that. Right. I was just going to say he's been uh, pledging to b become more carbon neutral or whatever and try oh. and help the earth. And, you know, but here's the point. So you throw a lot of money at that, which is all he can really do at this point, because you can't you can't have both. You, you can't run your Amazon commerce business and not make pollution. Well, it's such a behemoth. Yeah, you're going to do something. Yeah, you, you but... have an impact on the environment. I'm sure, but and I just it seems like if uh, you're you're to become a billionaire, it doesn't seem like you think about other people. So to think of the oh, the billionaire is going to make profits and also be concerned about the environment, it just doesn't seem like it's in their DNA. I don't even think they recognize empathy or thinking of others. I think they think of just PR and what benefits me. Well, which is the same for them going up into space, which is what I kind of was talking about in the beginning was I it, I think my perspective has just flipped. And I think the billionaire space race is kind of losing its rah-rah for me and turning into a stupid idea because space tourism is starting to seem a little more ridiculous to me i guess well, well that's too, at the john we were john you and i were saying that it just seems like it's like only people can afford it are going to be the giant it just seems like the and new I, thing that the super wealthy can do just to show off oh you have a yacht Ooh, you have something in the in vale and the hamptons oh, i went to space yeah it's like i and have a uh, personal module on the grateful. the new space station it's... Right. They won't even let me bring my butler. It was it was horrible. I hated myself, and no one fed me anything. I'll never go back. Oh, zero stars. You just you, you just made me you just made me think, Kirk. They did uh, they successfully made tacos on the space station with peppers that they grew in space. Chili. See that? Yeah. Nice. Good. Yeah. Good. Good. That's but... better. Me likey tacos. That's so, <laughs> I, I mean, just to, here's my thing. Like, sure, they could, you know, charge, and which is what they're going to do. They could make space tourism both beneficial and 
I mean, okay, so this comes back to our question relativity. When I said, could Elon Musk do um, stuff for humanity and just eat the cost? Like, if he put a no, telescope on the back of it, oh, I know he won't, but if he could put the telescope on the back of every single Starlink, which are at about the same orbit, as far as I could tell, I did research on it, and it kept coming up with about the same orbit of 500 uh, miles, not miles. No, that doesn't sound right, but I think it's 500 miles or kilometers. That's the you, space station. You okay, could be roughly. wrong. Yeah, but it's also the Hubble. Gotcha. I, I think the Hubble's at like 500 because the, the... Is the Hubble still going? It hasn't, yeah. It hasn't kicked it yet, right? No, no they, it, went back into, it went back into safe mode. Oh, it's, it's, it's like the sort of the plucky, uh, the, the old athlete who's still going. Like, good for it. Good for Hubble. Okay. Yeah, it's it's the Adrian Peterson of telescopes. So yeah, it's three hundred and fifty three miles, five hundred and sixty eight kilometers. So it's up there, but that's also the height of some of these Starlinks. So could they put a telescope on the back of all those Starlinks, which are going to be in the upwards of like forty thousand, and then let scientists use them? I was so that was such a it was an obscure sports reference and then a bunch of science stuff at the set. Like that's a weird that was a weird combo. I just gotta say, uh, Minnesota Vikings, right? Running back. Yeah, yeah, that's what we. He just got recently signed by the uh, Tennessee Titans. Kirk still Did playing. He come back. He's still pl get out. I, yeah. Hmm. He's been oh, around oh. since the early two thousands. Ageless wonder. You know, some it's like uh, like Steve Nash, the basketball player. I think, especially like towards the end, if they seem to really focus in with a trainer and diet and exercise and you know supplements or whatever, like it seems like they can. Like you know, you hear the old days they would like, like be drinking at halftime or smoking cigarettes, but it's like now it's like if you take care of it, it seems like the body's lasting longer. Only a select few. I mean, that's an anomaly. The most guys, like especially Brady. in football, don't. Yeah. <laughs> Most oh yeah. Guys, yeah, most guys don't last that long. Not not twenty plus years in the league. That's true. That's they're the exceptions to the rule. They're the outliers. They're not the you see, oh. You see some old football players and they're like you know forty eight and they're walking around and it's oh it's painful to watch them walk. You're like oh that hurts my knees to look at that. <laughs> yeah, John. So like yes, I mean if you allowed scientists to look through telescopes that are on the back of Starlinks, that would be great. But how much is that going to cost a company to put its telescope on the back of, you know? It would cost. So even if, so let's put this into perspective. Even if those satellites, or it costs a million dollars to put a telescope on the back of every single Starlink, which I doubt because if the Starlinks are costing a million dollars, it's it's already looking at what, $44 billion? But I think I just, I, I answered the question right there. So if he were to put a telescope on the back of every Starlink and it cost a million dollars, it would only be about $4 billion to put a telescope on every single starship, which is about 1% of his current total wealth. Still probably not going to happen. Well, I mean, no, and that's what I mean. It's like 1%. Of our wealth, you know, if you make eighty thousand dollars, and uh, you're you're sitting there and you're like, oh, but one percent—that's eight hundred dollars. Like an eight hundred dollars bill from you know any average person 
it's like ah that's gonna hurt but it's not it's not not doable like if you saved right. a little bit you could you could make an eight hundred dollar one time payment hell my my printer costs six hundred um Right. Well, I had to think like if I, I as a motto, I, it's hard to um, feel sorry for a billionaire, no matter what happens to that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you have eighty-seven, and now you have uh, fifty-three. Boo hoo! You're still way richer than anyone. Well, and did you did you hear he was talking about like somebody suggested if he if uh, Musk if I gave six billion dollars, it would end world hunger. I think that was the thing. Did well, you see that story? Yeah, but there's a catch to that. Yeah, I was going to say. Elon came out and said, look, if you can prove to me that $6 billion will solve a health cr- or a hunger crisis in the world, I will gladly donate it. But I need proof that it's going to work. And well, the, it, it's it's hard to I mean there's that seems the impossible prove it works that's kind well, of nice talking. The other thing was the the place that came out and said that is also uh, potentially very corrupt. A oh, lot of the well, stuff I saw was saying that you know it, it's run by a lot of rich people that you know again going back to they just like collecting money. Rich rich people they collect money they, like we wow. collect Pokemon cards. I mean. It does seem just like an addiction. Like it's like their hobby. It's like they don't have fancy uh, guitars in glass cases, or they don't have fancy paintings. They don't have like good goofy comic books. They have money, and, yeah. and it's it's really at a certain point. It's like handle your drug. You're sucking out so much of it. There's none. No, well, like, because you got listen, a fucking chair. How many? How many? people all of the people listening and pretty much everybody who's ever seen it would just love to do a scrooge mcduck and dive into like a pit of coins no that would come fucking hurt it's a fantasy (laughs) yeah the duck did it (laughs) i'm just saying if you could like fill a you know a room with you know hundred dollar bills and jump off of a diving board into it wouldn't you of course you would well and that's At a certain point, great wait great power comes great responsibility or great wealth it's one and, of those it's and what i would do with it and you'd be responsible <laughs> to jump off a diving board into some money yes that's just, just like spider-man and then go and wall and it what makes it better if uh with their sm- noses smudged against your window poor people were crying <laughs> while <laughs> you did that See, they're like, ah, it makes it extra refreshing. Well, and that's the thing. That's no, I, I want to talk about this just a second, because that's the (laughs) that's the capitalist delusion that, you know, they they put out and said, oh, if you if you worked tough or, you know, you pulled up your bootstraps and you you went to work, there's a chance that you could, you know, become a millionaire one day. That's 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 a lie. Like the the only way, like me and Chris were even talking about it. If we wanted to start our own merchandise, we could do it, print it with the stuff we have, but we would never make enough money for it to be worth it. We'd make some side money, sure, but to uh, just enough just to keep making more shirts. Basically, yeah. the money would any money made would just be going back into the production of like, the shirts. In order to get to the point where you could make enough money. To for it to be self-sufficient, you would have to put in a decent amount of money. 
like, sure, you can get that money if you work your ass off and do that stuff. But, like, you know, I, I'll, I'll put myself out there. I'm 37. I have a college degree and work a job that requires a college degree. And I work a job that is, you know, equivalent. Well, I would say it's a step below becoming or being a doctor in a hospital. Like, there is stuff that I do. And it's... there. I'm trying to word this without, you know, necessarily saying anything revealing. Telling but, anything, being interesting, having somebody be able to follow it. Come on. Like, if you, uh, if you only use well, prepositions. Okay. So, I'm an x-ray tech. All right. There you so, go. Ooh, oh, my God. Burn him. Burn him. All right. But my point is, like, that is a job that requires a degree, requires certification, as almost as much certification as a nurse. And yet, and, and critical thought, critical thought. Yes, too. it's not not you can't be a dummy and do this. Like there's, it's it's, it's, it's it, well it's it's, it's important. It's it important is important to, to be good. It yes. is not important to function. Okay, so unfortunately, anyway, but, but you were going somewhere. And by the way, I can't believe you work with radiation and you're still so pale. But anyway, but <laughs> you think a little tan. Anyway, um, <laughs> but I do not make that much money. And I, I've said this before on the, the podcast that when I started working in radiology, which was 16 years ago, x-ray techs made about the same amount of money as they did at the beginning of this year. Now, obviously so that's the, changed. The pay scale, the pay scale hasn't really gone, hasn't, everything else has gotten more expensive, but the, the pay uh, yeah. hasn't. Housing has doubled. Everything is practically doubled. And everyone keeps talking about how food prices are going up and well, gas has been about the same. Gas is the same as when I was going to school. So the fact that it dropped was nice. But it, it's still not sufficient. Like, and, and I realize that this is regional and it's all, it's very specific where I live in Colorado Springs. Colorado Springs is a, a hot place for market. I'm assuming Zillow owns like half the houses in the city, which is why it's so no, fucking they stopped that but anyway but no 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 but that's the point is you have companies and it wasn't just zillow it was all of them there was multiple companies doing that and the fact that i could go to let's say kansas and not to say anything bad against anyone who lives in kansas but comparatively there is very little to do i would get paid the same amount of money and housing is, you know, you can buy a decent house for like a hundred thousand dollars. Right here, you're struggling. Yeah, yeah, I'm struggling. Like they're, to... they're, they're they're pricing people. Like I saw a billboard and it said like houses starting the low five hundred thousands, and I'm like, who is that for? Who? That's too. Who makes that much? You know what I mean? I, mean, like, I don't get it. Realistically. I'm going to do the, the, the back of the... Well, I'm going to pull out my calculator here real quick. Uh, realistically... Ah, oh, Jesus. Plus. So realistically... Pull out the calculator. Well, I'm just saying, if you made $50 an hour, that's $100,000 a year. So what 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 was the old uh, adage that they used to say? Like, you should make what? Like, a quarter of your house cost a year? I don't know. See, Maybe. I... But, I mean, even then, you would have to make $50 an hour. 
and, and that I, I've never all of my 30 jobs, I've never come anywhere close to that. I, like, I haven't even reached half of that. Like I've been doing this for a long time and I've only just recently gotten above 30. Like you know, it, and I, it's, stuff has been held down for so long. You're supposed to tell yourself, "Well, this is a good thing. This is a, this has to be good." And then you look around, and you're like, "I'm still not. I'm still eking by. It's got to be frustrating." Yeah. It's like I've, I, and like I think the only way I've survived is not have don't make people. They're expensive. Yes. Is it, like so to me, the more the less. If you only give people wages that are fit for teenagers. They don't feel confident to procreate. So the only people that won't make other people are people that can do math. So the people that can't do math and don't realize I can't afford this are going to be rampant. Just because idiocracy people, cometh true. Idi yeah. Guys, no, you're not, paying, <laughs> you're not, you're not making kindergarten. You're not paying. Like, Jesus. Christ, you're making a bunch of dumb, hungry people. Who are nothing else to do except make more people because they're they, oh, whatever. We're hurting Chris's feelings. You are. Uh, <laughs> you you took the you hijacked you, the podcast. You, you have a good job. You don't count. We're not talking about you. <laughs> uh, you are also the so one that border. You make. I don't. By the way, your company. Hey. I did a job with you right three years ago. In three years, the pay has gone up eighty cents for and ugh, like just something like that like that's you seem chintzy billion dollar corporation yeah you seem chintzy on that note <laughs> because and the corporation we're talking about is female impersonator incorporated <laughs> as we've clearly anyway what go ahead well that incriminates you because you worked with me a few years ago <laughs> you got a lot of wigs. I, the, yeah, I was like yeah. your gopher. It was just you know, it was just putting up with your tantrums, really. I'm laughing at the pain. On that <laughs> note, let's let's check out what's going on in space this week because we got a few things we can talk about. Sweet. Uh, first off, John, let's go to what you prefaced earlier in the show. They found molecules on Mars. They did. All right. What kind? Organic. Yeah. So that means, like, they, they, they are life. They can sustain life. They can be bought at Whole Foods. <laughs> Essentially, it's just... <laughs> uh, they found uh, a way to detect carbon-based life forms or molecules on other planets. In this case, it was Mars. But it was more or less not that it was living matter, but that it was something that we recognize as a known molecule. Well, so since it might it might have been living so they're like like I think you were saying earlier like a dead dead stuff and maybe it's sort of like coal or you know like or my that's way off. Well, it's just organic just means it is carbon based. So like pure carbon itself, I mean you you've seen coal is pure carbon. But when you have organic uh, I don't know where I'm going with this. Help me, Chris. 
essentially, Kirk, they they just found a way to find molecules that we know to be of our composition on another planet. So we've recognized molecules. Molecules that are here were also there. Like, not soil. I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, In the long run, to to the layman, essentially it means nothing. Well, and here's the thing. Like, we know Mars has water. We know Mars used to have water on the surface. It, It holds true that at some point, life potentially also sparked on Mars just like it did on Earth. It just didn't last as long. So... Could this be with science? Like sometimes you got to take the good and you take the bad. Sometimes it's like a rocket going to space, and sometimes it's just—I'm sure it's important, but it just sounds dull. Yeah. Well, I, it's, <laughs> most the problem, of it. Most they, of it. They found yeah. something. They found molecules on a planet a really far away. Yeah. And most yeah. of it. Yeah. Most of it, like you—you kind of hit the nail on the head because. What most of it boils down to is that they were more excited that they were able to collect this and figure it out without drilling using the rover. Okay, so well, they knew used a new process. Like then that's I yeah, that, yes. maybe that's the way to spin it more. Hey, they achieved something new by doing something really dull. But there was something cool and it'll probably lead to something you know, I mean this seems like a first step kind of thing that leads to something much more impressive down the road. Well essentially Yeah, when SpaceX eventually gets people to Mars to do more adequate research. You got to space crawl before you space <laughs> run. Am I right? Oh, you should have said walk. Oh, walk. Spa- what? Space walk. That's way better. Okay. Good. Well, all right, well, what else do we want to talk about then? Mr. Um, no, Bezos the, lost the, the lawsuit. He did. Which Uh, surprises no one. Yeah. For everybody who doesn't know, Jeff Bezos sued NASA because NASA picked SpaceX to do the lunar missions. And he got real bummed out about it and tried to sue him for not picking his Blue Origin for it. Even though they don't really even have a lander. And so uh, he sued, and they reviewed it and lost. So SpaceX gets to keep the contract. Which everyone knew. Right. He also lost his case. Um, Bezos sued um, Cox for defamation. (laughs) And Cox won. They go, (laughs) no. But you are a cock. Anyway, <laughs> I, I fought the law and the law won. Right. And the law was correct. Overruled. But, well, that's well, that's good. 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 You know what? It's nice to it, whether it's in a legal form, anytime like a billionaire can get checked. It's I don't know. Seems like a win. Uh, and next thing we've got on like rapid fire here, which is kind of fun. But uh the solar storms keep coming, John. Bring it back to the heat death of the universe. Yeah, I don't foresee him having an issue. I did see that um, 
Now, obviously, we weren't going to see the Aurora Borealis this far south from the pole, but it was a possibility to see some of the, the Aurora, especially up in, like, yeah. Denver. Yeah, but the the cloud cover really ruined that, which was kind of a bummer. But uh, I looked for it on Halloween because uh, that was going to be the night that we would be able to see any of it, if possible, and the it was just too cloudy. We would have never seen anything, but... There was another one that just unleashed not too, I think it was this week. And so it's just kind of weird that we keep, it's like three weeks in a row we've had solar storms. Just an odd event, something yeah. to pay attention to. Well, I mean, it's, it is until it's big enough and then no one can talk to each other anymore. So, you know, <laughs> if it EMPs half the earth. It'll be hard to but talk I'm about. Gonna, I'm going to start. By the way, our new sponsor is insurance that covers you <laughs> from solar storms. If your house gets obliterated, if your planet goes away, just get, give us fifty dollars a month, and when it happens, we'll kick it back to you. Yes, we'll be obliterated. Don't worry about that, though. <laughs> Let us worry about that. That's why we're here. We're we're in the we're the insurance guys. You don't you don't need to be pretty little head about that. We got it. You've got me wondering if that's actually legal. I'm assuming under capitalism it is. The free market will decide. <laughs> hey, if, someone, <laughs> if someone's dumb enough to buy solar storm insurance, then that's their fault. Can we, Can that be a shirt? So, uh, solar storm insurance salesman? <laughs> yes, Ask please. Ask me about my solar storm insurance. <laughs> That'd be funny. They'll ask me about it, and I'll go, you're stupid. <laughs> that's, that, that's what, no. That, that'd be the meanest shirt ever. <laughs> what was the other thing, John? I, I'm drawing a blank. There was one more that I saw. Ah, we hit everything. Oh. No, uh, so Hubble went back into safe mode because something happened, and they're diagnosing it, and they don't exactly know what it is at this moment. But I, it lead, led me to Lucy, the, uh, I forget what Lucy does. Lucy's the, uh, she's in the sky with diamonds. Yeah, uh, it's the asteroid mission. Yeah, well, the solar array is stuck. Oh, they got it up there, but the solar array has not fully unfolded yet. It's this... at like... They they said seventy to ninety percent unfolded, which is kind of a weird ratio. Like, well, we're seventy percent or we're ninety percent. We're not sure. We're not scientific. We're not great with numbers. Oh God, like, what? <laughs> You're NASA. You're NASA. This, this... I, I assume you, you don't round it off. You don't spit. Uh, it's it's you know. If they would have said seventy ish, you're like you're not a scientist. No, no, no. This doesn't bode well for uh, James Webb, though. Not at all, because James Webb, I think, has more working, like, it's unfoldable like parts. 300 and something odd things that have to go right for that thing to work. Can I throw out the theory? The, the, the way to fix it is you send up a space truck, <laughs> and you, you throw a hitch around it, and then you just you pull her out full, right? Just like it's, it's stuck in the snow, stuck in the mud, stuck in the beam. It's just stuck. So come on, a pickup truck, space pickup truck. You got a better idea? No. Right. <laughs> that, 
Well, I'm on that, board. I, I like I like that. You know, oh, that's such politician logic. You got a better idea? No. Well, then we're going with my stupid idea. Okay, <laughs> look who has the idea here. Me. Shut up. <laughs> <clears throat> yes. So it's a. Uh, uh, it, but that is a good point, John. That just based off of Lucy, the. Uh, the James Webb is going to be. It'll be a miracle if that thing works. Yeah going to be sad if it doesn't because the only thing that might uh work would be or the only thing that would potentially be able to fix it would be starship and starships still a year or two away from being human rated it's uh unfortunately the hubble is just on its last leg i think it's just at this point it's it's it it's it's on the down stretch to retirement are you saying the Hubble is hobbled? It is hobbled. Okay. Unless the Hubble hobble. That's kind of fun to say. <laughs> what was the hamburger? Was it Robble Robble? Or was it no, that was Grimace. Who said Robble Robble? You did. <laughs> I, other than me before <laughs> Come on. This is a fast food thing. If either two of you knuckleheads don't know this so I don't man. think it's fast food. Robble, robble, grimace or hamburglar? Um, uh, never. All right, I what's your? I don't want hamburglar. <sighs> no, I just looked it up. It's hamburglar. Hamburglar. Oh, okay, you you right. said it like I'm just throwing this out to get him to shut up. So, <laughs> but it's real. Okay. I at least that was the first thing that. Yeah, I'm assuming it's the uh, the hamburglar. The guy who. Would... Burgle the ham. <laughs> he would steal the hamburgers. Yeah, because yeah. the bandana. Yeah, you know. Um, the other one, John, that I had to throw out on the same vein is they are talking about a uh, testing the theory on their craft, or uh, I'm assuming it's a craft that is designed to impact asteroids to change their course. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we so talked about that. Huh, maybe a little, but apparently... So I was, I did a, I saw a story, so I did a little research, and one of these crafts is going to crash into a, a asteroid to try and change its course to Send see it. if they could potentially avert it from hitting something. So they're trying to pinball it. Yeah. Like pool. a pool ball, yeah, pool like space pool, pool space red dwarf okay. space pool. There you go. Yeah, and uh, the the only downside is is they they're like, well, we need to hit it right in the middle to maximize the deflection, and that'll give us anywhere from one to five percent deflection. So if we if we hit it dead on exactly where we want to, it. So best case scenario, five percent better. Like, well, no, 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 no. So <laughs> I don't like those. Not I don't like those odds. That doesn't sound good. Here's the thing: one percent in terms of space and like orbit and stuff is enough to potentially, you know, m miss the Earth, hit the Moon. Like if it was heading for the Earth and you hit it off by one percent, it could hit the Moon. Um, you're 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 talking massive scale. And percentage like is is a massive can you get, amount. Can you, just 
ballpark. The the top three. If the if the asteroid hits the moon, the moon explodes. We don't have a moon anymore. Oh what no! That's... Three things. What th- what three things happen? Like the tide, the tides. It screws with the tides, right? Oh, we all die. Um, if we lose the moon, we die. Well, if the moon were to explode, it would most likely end up falling into Earth's atmosphere. We'd get the shrapnel. Yes, and uh-huh. something the size of the moon would like annihilate us. Because it's way, isn't it way bigger than us? No. What? All right. I don't know. See, I just wanted to test you. Good. <laughs> okay. So if, I was just, no, I was saying if you're paying attention. No. So, okay. So, but, so the moon, that would be a horrible thing. Yes. So we're, we're trying to, we're trying to perfect the thing to, to space pool it so that doesn't happen. Oh, just deflected enough. Like, if there was something coming that was, you know, they were worried that was, Ninety-nine percent going to hit the Earth. If they threw a satellite at it, would it be enough to knock it that degree or so off to miss? Because hmm. Bruce Bruce Willis only gets one shot. Well, so so trying to think of a good analogy for this. Like if you were trying to shoot an apple, and you know you were doing it right in front of the arrow. You know, you're going to hit that apple 100% of the time. If you walk back 100 feet, you know, you could have the exact same alignment, like not move anything. The, the bow could have stayed in the place and you could have moved the apple 100 feet. And you let that arrow go, there's a chance that it's going to miss the apple now. Um, and the farther and farther and farther you go, the more just even... even Tra- trajectory and minor like changes, the, little wind. Yeah, like the, you throw it off by like a, a half a percent, and it's and you you've yeah. missed the target completely now. By the way, I like the idea of shooting apples. I hate apples too. But, so, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> what do you got against apples, Kirk? Dang, no, no apples are you know uh, they're fine. I like the, I have the old school slicer, so I do the apple slices. I guess but, yeah. yep, my daughter does too. Mix a little American cheese with it. It's awesome. What? <laughs> I like you. You had to add dairy to fruit. Just eat fruit. Just try it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, well, I can't. It's American it's cheese like... slices. It's not even dairy. Oh, that's true. That's that's like a chemical plastic. Yeah, that's. <laughs> but it's delicious. Oh, God damn it! No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're all right. Yeah, no. All right. <laughs> hey, on that note, Kirk. You want to go over to your corner? I don't know if you got anything ready, but yes. Well, I was. It was. Uh, it was Halloween. We we did our podcast on Friday, and the Halloween was Sunday. So, is that a bottle of ketchup? <sighs> That's Heinz ketchup, right there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you better smack it on the bottom, my friend. If you don't, <laughs> it's not going anywhere. <laughs> Look, your 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 five fifteen is here. No, <laughs> gotta spank me first. Back then, you no, could get uh, away with it. No. Sorry, I just wanted to give John props for that because that's awesome. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, yeah, it was probably my favorite one of last week's set. <laughs> and what's more refreshing for a parched person <laughs> than to drink ketchup too? So it's an extra. <laughs> Still not water. Still not water. <laughs> I feel like I feel like at this point your your gums or like your your upper your lips have sucked back into your face, so you're just mostly gums at this point. Well, I mean, yeah, we're in outer space. That's got to be dehydrating. I can't. That's not a. 
oh, my skin is so much better. I'm in space where there's no oxygen, no water, right? I mean, yeah, that can't be good. Um, why? Well, good, well, good on the ketchup. Oh, nice to always um, have something new in, in the corner. So for, anyways, I was saying it was Halloween. So I had the, I had a list of the, the Halloween costumes that I saw, sort of the least popular. These were the ones that would not get a, a 10. These, so basically don't do this. These were the bad. Did you guys see any? You, you trick-or-treated with your kids, right? Yes. What was the, what, or what was the kind of, did you have a favorite or a good one or a bad one that you guys saw? So uh, I'm, I'll just throw this out, Kirk. My daughter was a chicken. <laughs> okay. And pretty much 100% of everybody called her a duck. <laughs> even, oh. even with the little red comb on top. Uh, so <laughs> I, feel, I feel bad for our school systems. That's all I got to say. They don't know their, their bird. That's See, mine falls into the similar vein because we went to Boo at the Zoo and this lady came up and was asking about my daughter's costume and she was Princess Peach. Now, Princess Peach is very, very, you know, relatable. Um, she she was wondering if she was one of the, uh, I keep forgetting this name, the Hocus Pocus witches. The Sanderson sisters? Is that it? Oh, wow. Yeah, How she's like, oh, is it? Is it a Sanderson sister? And my wife's like, no, it's Princess Pete. And she just That's got just, pissed and left. It, it's like the last reference she knows. She does, She's not keeping up to date. It's like, it's she's Princess just out of touch. Peach. It's like, I, I understand that video games. I don't the, know. I don't know who Princess Peach is. I don't know who you're talking about. It's Mario. It's the Peach from, it's the princess from Mario. Yeah. Uh, the I was one just, that, I, said, I don't know. I was just about to say, I was like, Mario is is pretty endemic, and, you know, most people know it. And then Kirk's like, I don't know what Mario is. Super Mario Brothers, the original? Yeah. Yeah, he's the the chick he was trying to save the whole time that the dinosaur was taken away. Princess Peach? Yeah. Who knows that? I don't know. I never (laughs) knew her name. Kirk, get off my lawn. She was a princess. You guys, whatever. Anyway, (laughs) all right, so here's... Uh, horrible. These are the horrible Halloween costumes that I saw. Um, I saw a uh, a seedy Walkman. That was a bad one. And you know what? Because the worst part, it was always skipping. Hey, yeah. Okay. Come on. CD, um, another, another costume that was just bad. I saw a child without phone. That, uh, that was not a and child not in front of iPod. That, that was scary. Um, <laughs> The unsexy librarian. <laughs> Not a fan of the, um, you know, and also the unsexy overworked nurse. A little commentary <laughs> there. They're exhausted. All right. Um, yeah, I can picture that. Right. Yeah. yeah it's just like, I, I'm, if I, if, right. Another step. Just shut up. Give me candy. <laughs> I need chocolate now. Oh, yeah. That's there you go. Um, I bet another bad one. Um, Bill Cosby. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, that's oh. not a good one. Oh. Um, the uh, the the dumpster rummaging raccoon. That was uh, I don't understand a job application. I mean, you can't, you can't see him anymore, Kirk. Just because what? you saw me 
doesn't mean you have to comment on it. Oh, that was you? <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I take it back. Worst, <laughs> worst, worst costume, John. Okay. Um, here was a bad one. Uh, the It was a booster shot. It was, it was they didn't like that. Um, I saw the uh, civil servant. <laughs> that was just boring. Um, oh, the kid who dressed up as the car charging station. <laughs> nobody, nobody got, nobody knew what that was. Uh, the surprise crippling, crippling medical bill <laughs> was everybody was not a fan of that. Joey Buttafuoco, no, the, kid, <laughs> the kids didn't remember. Um, okay, like three more. Um, <laughs> a livable wage, <laughs> um, a call center cubicle, and then uh, how about we'll go with the uh, thing? That was not a good costume. Say that oh, one again, Kirk. Yeah, I was going to say you cut out right in the, the middle of it. Oh, well, it went uh, Harvey Weinstein. Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah. Oh, w- one more, a skinny child. Anyway, I did not see many oh. of those. <laughs> no, I think uh, it seems like it seems like uh, parents are getting a grip on that. It seems like, well, oh, maybe it's Colorado. It seems like people are healthy. They're running around. Yeah, like. I mean, this is this is tangential, but like when I was bringing my kids in, the weight is a uh, a massive factor. It seems a lot more than it used to be. Not that my yeah. kids are you know overweight or anything, but they're strangely fixated on it. Really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it, you, nah, you... that's a that's a thing now, Kirk. It's weird. Yeah, they're like. So it, like... They're getting body like because they're not even they're not even teenagers. Are they? How old are they? No, my oldest is only she's just about eleven. Yeah, wow. So it just it seems like it's the body image stuff is starting sooner. No, the doctor was just like, hey, yeah, no, she's she's like uh, two pounds over what she should be. Like, what? Two pounds? I, I I'm generalizing because I don't remember, but right. it wasn't a lot, and it was hmm. like that's. That doesn't seem like something that's, you know, necessarily a thing. Because kids change weight, like, daily. Well, yeah, they're growing. And, yeah. Uh, I don't know. There, I mean, there is this thing, a, a baby fat. I mean, maybe it takes you all the loot. But, well, and, yeah, it seems like it's too, it's a little quivering. Uh, like, and and to put it into perspective, I'll, I'll throw my daughter, well, you know, she's 10. She's almost 11. She's five foot four. And she would eat a bunch because she was growing like crazy. And then she kind of slowed down. And that's when she, you know, gained a little bit more, but that she just stopped growing vertically for a second. And that's when they were like, eh. It's like the growth spurt stops. Yeah. And then, uh, okay. But I mean, she's, she's taller than most women that I know. I don't know. This oh by the way, this yeah, this Kirk's corner turned to turned to took Weird. a turn. Yeah. Yeah, it it got a little less fun at the end. Alright, we'll 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 do this. We'll we'll go away from Kirk's corner. Kirk's corner is supposed <laughs> to be fun. Yeah, no no yeah no exactly. No none of this serious talk in Kirk's corner. It's a very it's like not you can it's like not a no smoking sign, but like no serious no <laughs> yes, we don't. Yeah, uh, 
we've come accustomed to a certain standard of jokery. There's there's a certain silliness of Kirk's. Exactly. (laughs) That's that's why we go to Kirk's corner. Yeah. Always got to bring up the dark stuff. Yeah. That's fun. (laughs) It uh, can be. (laughs) The the heat death of the universe, right? I I maintain that was perfectly timed. Yeah. (laughs) In the heat death of the universe, like, I don't know. I grew up in Phoenix. Bring it on with what you got. I think I think there's this there's a was it a it was it so a solar storm coming? People in Phoenix are gonna be like, that's ah, not as hot. <laughs> everybody, everybody in Arizona would be like, huh, what happened? Yeah. They would you know what happened? This the the solar storm would happen, somebody would step outside and they'd go, I need a sweater. This <laughs> is chilly. Oh, cool. hey, you guys, you guys are a, a bunch of wusses out there. Oh well, for cold, but for for heat, you, everybody else is like a pansy. The, I, the people come from out of town. They go golf. They're like, "Oh, I got an amazing golf deal." Oh yeah, when August? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hundred and eleven, mate, on a good day, and, the, and and it never cools off. Even at night, it's still ninety something. <laughs> It's just brutal. But it's a certain toughness. It's just sort of like, you know what? Sucks, you know, stuff at it. Sometimes it sucks. And it's like, you know, it's like when it's cold, it's sort of a similar, I think, kind of toughness attitude. I don't need a jacket. Whatever. It's going back to the East Coast. It's wicked cold out here. Exactly. There's, I think there's sort of a certain pride in take dealing with suck. Yes. Well, let's see what doesn't suck this week in our off-topic. What do so, we got uh, going I've, on, gentlemen? I've got, did you see Ford's uh, electric truck that they, I'm going to post the link in chat, and I'm going to pull it up here. Give me just a second. As far as I know, it's. I saw a story on it, uh, but it's, I haven't seen a picture of it. I've got it pulled up. What? Yeah. That looks like an old-timey one. Yeah. Huh. I think it's amazing. I like the idea of electric trucks. If you can give me an electric vehicle that'll still haul shit, I'm well, all game. And, and in theory, electric car or electric truck should be able to haul more than a... Because uh, it it's runs on the same principle of diesel. That's why diesel is so popular with trucks is because, you know, diesel produces all of that torque, which means that you, when you're pulling stuff, you don't notice that you're pulling stuff. Same with electric engines. It, it's all torque-based. And so, we're talking torque-based. We're not talking about Peter Torque from the monkeys. But, yeah, like, this, this car is, it, it's just all retro, and it looks amazing. Huh. That's fun. I like it. And, like, it's got, like, there's the engine. That This is what kills me, is that the, the, the engine is so... Oops, so tiny in comparison to, you know, the rest of the car. And like, it just... I, is there is there a way for, is there sort of an amplification, a way for it to make, to go vroom, vroom, so the truck, <laughs> the, 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 truck the truck guys need that. It's they, they're not going to be happy if they don't. It's funny that you mention that, Kirk, because one thing that uh, I read, somebody was trying to... S- I don't know if they tried to sue Tesla, but maybe like uh, tweeted at Elon Musk that they were pissed because they had lost like three cats. 
because Teslas don't make any noise. Yeah. So the te- the cat would be sleeping under the car, but wouldn't hear it, and so they back out of the driveway over the co- over the cat. That's just horrifying. Well, that's cool. I like it. I think that's great. Yeah, yeah no, it's, like, little, it's, it's not the mo- cat. It's not the cat mix, thing. It's modern mixed with like old school. But and see, yeah. here's where I think this works is because a lot of people do like the the retro aspect of cars. Like, I love the fact that this looks like the 78s because we had a truck just like this that was parked in the field for ages. It's still there, I think. The The downside to trucks like this is that they are horribly inefficient when it comes to fuel. And with modern regulations, like, getting it to a point where it would be acceptable would be difficult. With this, it wouldn't matter. It's and you could work at you, the farm. You could drive around your farm all day, and then go back and then plug it back in. Yeah, you're not. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that seems like it's a nice. That's a good. Well, it's not like you know. It doesn't have to be as aerodynamic. Yes, that would help, and it would improve mileage, but it's not a necessity. It's kind of funny. It seems like electric cars are so new, realistically, in comparison to everything else. But we're already trying to make them retro. Oh, I like. I'm a hundred percent. Like, I would buy this truck if I could. Well, not for. No, you said eighty three. Is this or what? What uh, did you say it was? I think this was seventy eight. Seventy eight or modeled yeah, off seventy eight. That's forty years ago. That's enough to be retro. You know what I mean? It's like I, yeah, it's seventy eight. I, I, I heard I heard Pearl Jam on the classic rock station, but I'm like, nah, they, they <laughs> <laughs> you know, like eh, they've been around since the nineties, I guess. I mean, granted, yeah, exactly. I think everybody, it's just like, for some reason, I like had a baseball card collection and it's 1987 tops. And for some reason in my head, that's still only 13 years ago. I can't get it for what, I don't know why, but like 97, it's weird how some things just get stuck in your brain and you can't move them forward. That's okay. Those cards aren't worth anything, Kirk. So I know nothing. Cause I, I saw that. Netflix documentary. They just burned all the cards. These are worth nothing anymore. They too many. You know why? Because of capitalism and too much <laughs> greed. S- suck it. No, I'm kidding. Okay. Just well look how, look how we tied it back in. Yes. Well, well you got something, Kirk? What do you got? I thought my off topic was not having an off topic because nothing was more off topic. I figured having a topic would be on topic, so <laughs> I don't have anything. <laughs> there. That was, yes, that was off topical. Right. Off topical, well, hey. off topical cream doesn't work because you can't put it on it. You got to keep it off you. Topical cream. Anyway. Well, in fairness, Kirk, I actually don't have anything either. So, um, John, well done. You are the uh, A-plus student of the week. <laughs> for I once. have for, for once. Normally, um, I'm the one that doesn't have anything and is, like, scrolling Reddit real quick beforehand. Yeah, look, look, hey, look, I was on a road trip in New Mexico. So, uh, you're, you guys, <laughs> look, I, I got here. Uh, so, yeah, off topic, whatever. Yeah. What, is I, it? what I, was the, what was the first one we called it? It was the what was the first idea from the very oh, first show? Oh, it was Reddit React. The, 
<laughs> that well, died a quick death. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like three episodes in. We're like this, and you know, and that's that's what that's what you're gonna get here at Fuse Relativity. We're gonna throw stuff at you, and then, huh? No, okay, okay, something else. Okay, oh, yeah, that all right. Well, that, in that's in the sound. In fairness, I did uh, I did want to mention here at the end of the show as we wrap up. Uh, I have been giving Kirk uh, shirt ideas. I've been making these shirts for Kirk for him to test out at the bar, and uh, I got him a new one today. He's had a uh, another one that he has tested out. Guys, we're uh, we're actually looking at getting into a little bit of merch. Uh, so we have well, some. Well, what's your? What were you going to? Oh say? no, I was going to say that the Red Bubble yeah, approach so, of it. We're 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 looking at going into Redbubble and uh selling some of our shirt designs from the podcast. So we will have those probably up. Like I said, Kirk is testing out some of the ideas just to uh see how they land. And then hey, we're gonna throw them up and anybody who wants to purchase some, they can go on and purchase, but we'll let you know when that happens. I just got excited about it and I figured I should let everybody know we got shirts. Nice. And and they're they're jokes that you've heard on the podcast. So if you're fa- fa- if you're a fan of the podcast, you this you might recognize one of the shirts. It's stuff we've talked about. You know, oh, there's some space stuff. Yeah. There's some, yeah, it's it's silly. And hopefully, so, it's yeah. funny on its own right as well. Exactly, it stands on its own. But yeah, it's either stuff in just in topics or in Kirk's corner or whatever. So I don't know. Yeah, if you like, it's and I'm. When he says I'm testing it, basically what he, I'm wearing a shirt. I'm wearing a shirt <laughs> in a bar. And then basically people who are drinking beer go, that's funny. So that's how I tell them. I go, if 10 people say it, it's got to be good. And yeah. we've, got a, we've got a couple high test market shirts. So nobody has punched me yet for the shirt. There's been other reasons. But, <laughs> so the shirts are punch free. So, well, that's what we got uh, for this week. Hopefully we can update you very soon on when those shirts will be available i uh i like all of them but i might be biased so <laughs> the, what the, can we say yeah the other thing we want to or I'm, i want to bring up is that we are going to be potentially this is still kind of on the on the ropes but we're going to be talking about board games on sunday possibly sunday, with... sunday we will probably be doing a stream on board games for our new venture that we are also undertaking so anybody, if you want to come check us out, we're doing a gaming, a board gaming idea, and the, um, what would you call it, John? So the thing with it is, is that it is going to be, yeah, it's going to be kind of like a board game discussion. Uh, the the thing that I want to, I'm. I've got to potentially step away for a second, but the the thing that I want to uh, discuss with it is we are going to be making 3D printable board games that can be made with either a 3D printer with normal objects at home or, you know, it's going to be a whole lot of stuff that we can potentially do. We're coming up with board games so that our viewers can create those board games at home for free and enjoy them yes. with their families. We're trying to do something wholesome for the fused relativity listeners so that they can grab a board game and not it. be bored at home 
and bond That's... with their families. Yes. Bing well, bong boom. Well said, Kirk. <laughs> but yes, the whole concept is it's going to be completely free to print, make, play. We just want to. I I want to get board games out and playable for free because the board game market is ridiculously intense. Uh, and this is something and we'll talk. And expensive. Yeah, and this is something like Chris can attest. I made a 3D printed game on what was it two years ago, and it is uh, quite fun. So basically, if if people have a 3D printer, you're going to send them the blueprints. Yeah, it, it'll be for free on like Thingiverse or huh. potentially a website that once I get that squared away. And funny, I keep saying squared away because I'll probably use squared space. But one of a, one of the sponsors of our show. Yeah, I wish. Good right. <laughs> yeah, Squarespace, please sponsor us. I'll make a website. I promise. <laughs> Come on, Squarespace. You'll spread the word. You'll help them spread the word. Squarespace. Yeah. Good. Yeah, they need it. Thank God John finally reached out. Yes. <laughs> All, All right. right. Is that so wrap that, her up? Number that 36? Wrap, that wraps her up. So everybody, uh, that's where we're at. Come join us Sunday if you want to learn about our board game ventures that we are undertaking. And and no, I was going to say Saturday we're going to be playing more Space Engineers since... Oh, yes. Tomorrow night we will have more Space Engineers. And uh, John's got a new ship. The Moother ship is back in order on an asteroid. So, yep. excellent. I'll, I'll pop in after the bar shift, so I'll, I'll I'll be with you in spirit for the beginning of the Moo ship, and then I'll <laughs> uh, come in with jokes and sarcasm for the second half. Perfect. We like to have you, Kirk. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that does it, John and Kirk. Do you got anything to wrap it up? No, I'm I'm good for today. It's been a fun one. Yeah. Again. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm beat, but yeah, just talk to you next week. All right. Well, then for me, John and Kirk, thank you everybody for listening. Episode thirty six, three dozen. Glad you showed up, and we'll see you next week. Go boldly, friends. <laughs>